Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre, Straight Fire. For Wednesday, May 3rd, we're recording this very, very late on the West Coast. Almost 1 a.m. on the East Coast. I had to watch a thrilling Lakers-Warriors game one. My gosh, if we get seven of those, Hello! Now, I will say I'm on several different Lakers text chains out here. And after the Lakers win, everybody's like breaking down, what what are you going to do for game two, game three? Somebody pointed out game seven would be on Mother's Day. And I instantly went into this, oh, oh, no. You know, because every every husband slash dad, whatever, knows you got to book something for Mother's Day. So we have a brunch booked, and I'm just praying it's not an early tip. Folks, uh, it is going to go seven, it feels like. Lakers win game one in dramatic fashion over the Warriors by five. We will break that down. We will touch on Knicks' heat, and obviously Knicks needed the win. They got it. And then tonight we get game two, Sixers-Celtics. Not much to say on that, as everybody and their mom will pick the Celtics. And it, we don't know if MVP Joel Embiid will be playing. I'll, I'll briefly touch on the MVP. I don't have deep thoughts. You guys know I'm not – longtime listeners know I'm not the hugest Embiid guy. But it's tough not to be an Anthony Davis guy. After what he did in game one for the Lakers. Holy hell. Anthony Davis was phenomenal. The first 30-20 game in Lakers history since Shaq about 19 years ago. Anthony Davis, just a force inside. 30 points, 23 boards, 5 assists, 4 blocks. Everybody in Lakers Nation is sick of Anthony Davis when he falls to the ground. I've been to, I don't know, probably 5 or 6 games at the Crypt this year. And every time AD goes down, it's like, oh, oh no. Is he going to be okay? Is it the hip? Is it the shoulder? Is it the collarbone? 
Is it the leg? He always is hurt, and Lakers fans are sick of it. I do the herd with Colin Cowherd. He wants to trade AD when his value is high. Well, after what he did in game one of the Warriors, his value's probably never been higher. Anthony Davis, a true warrior on the road, played the entire second half, according to a box score here, 44 minutes. Darvin Ham rode him badly, needed AD to deliver. AD was a superstar. Had a late block on a Curry layup attempt, putbacks, eight for eight from the line. When AD's jacking threes, you're concerned. When AD's getting to the free throw line, you're thrilled. He had a 20-10 game at halftime. He was dominant, and it took Steve Kerr a while. Now listen, big picture, macro zoom out. I'm not that worried about the Lakers in this series. I, I, I just don't think that ultimately they will be able to catch the Warriors. I think Golden State wins the series. I don't have, listen, short of a massive injury, I do believe Kerr will make adjustments. We'll talk about them. There's Some of them are obvious. Uh, and my untrained eye, I've never coached an NBA game. Shocker. Uh, my untrained eye tells me I, I have a feeling what the Warriors will do to combat the Anthony Davis factor. But the other thing is this. Like, AD played 44 minutes. And you guys remember what happened in the Memphis series after a dominant game one. And I'm talking game one, AD against Memphis. 22-12, seven blocks. And an impressive road win. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, AD, I love him. We're not trading him for anything. Jason, stop with the Damian Lillard for Anthony Davis garbage. No. AD followed up that game one with a 4 for 14 clunker for 13 points. And the Lakers got drubbed by a no, uh, a jaw Morantless Grizzlies. And AD's just not consistent. Game three, he bounced back 31 and 17. Nice win, AD. Game four, the overtime game. LeBron, the one LeBron bailed him out at the end of regulation and overtime. AD, 4 of 13, 12 points, 11 boards. So inconsistency, a theme for Anthony Davis. Obviously, he was incredible. Let's give the man his flowers. He was outstanding. The biggest concern I have for the Lakers after this win is Steve Kerr looking at the tape and being like, oh, oh, yeah, we made that run without Kevon Looney on the court. And I know people are going to say, do not try to besmirch the name of the great Kevon Looney. Jay, he had 10 and 23 boards. He had seven offensive rebounds. What are you talking about? He had five assists. Looney had a good game. Here's the problem. When you have Draymond and Looney on the court at the same time, the Lakers basically camp out AD and LeBron in the lane, and they don't have to chase as many shooters. They let Wiggins shoot the three. He's one of five. When Gary Payton, the mitten, came in the game, Hey, take your take. Go ahead, take your threes. Go for it. Shoot them. Uh, Draymond don't want the threes. We know that. And then it became basically Clay keeping him in it in the first half. Hit a bunch, and then he his legs got tired. Curry was locked up by Jared Vanderbilt. Now that get, may get lost in the AD love. Jared Vanderbilt was tremendous for the Lakers, and I'll get to why the Warriors came back in a sec. But when you just look at the Lakers playing defense against the Looney Green lineups, it's like okay, they're just camping out AD inside. They don't respect the lack of shooters on the court. So when did the Lakers rally? A, Jared Vanderbilt goes out of the game because Darvin Ham thinks, oh, we, uh, uh, we need the extra guard. We need we need Schroeder in. We need the speed. And Schroeder had a really good game. Fun fact, Dennis Schroeder made nine free throws, nine of 10. Okay? The entire Warriors team was five of six. Now I know they're jump shooters. Jason, you just talked about this with Phoenix. It's a little different. Okay. Wiggins can get to the line. Wiggins shoots shots, attacks the room. Steph Curry attacks the room. Go look at the Sacramento series. Curry attacks the room. Clay, they do the backdoor cuts, the layups. They do all that. Just couldn't get to the line. 
the Lakers staggeringly were plus 20 on free throws made. Plus 20. So Vanderbilt goes out for Schroeder, and all of a sudden, Lakers go Looney on the bench, Draymond Wiggins, Curry Clay, and my guy Jordan Poole. Now, listen, (laughs) Jordan Poole is going to get destroyed on social media because of what happened at the end of the game. Jordan Poole is not loved by Warriors fans. I went to my buddy's house to watch a game with some with some dads. Uh, one of them is a huge Warriors fan, goes to games from the Bay Area. And I'm like, I know you don't like Jordan Poole. He's like, can't stand him. And no Warriors fan likes him. It's I don't know if it's a contract, the cockiness, the swagger, the trash talk, whatever it is. Poole rubs a lot of dudes the wrong way. I am a Jordan Poole guy. I told you guys I like the Poole over points. I said this is a Jordan Poole series. His total of points was 12 and a half. He had 13 at halftime. Had 13 in the second quarter. <laughs> like, he's jacking. And there was a funny moment. He made three threes. I think two in a row. And then they got the ball. They handed a pool, like, on a defensive board. And I said to my buddies, I'm like, so when does Poole shoot this? At the logo or right? And, like, within five seconds, Poole did a heat check. Bomb. And he missed it. But we were all cracking up because Poole's jacking. That's what he's out there for. Now, we have a producer filling in for Rob G. And he also, not a huge pool guy. As we're talking before the game, before the recording of the pod, I said, huh, I'm looking at pool stats. 7 of 15 from the field. It's not bad. I didn't think he forced a ton. Clay, 9 of 25. Clay was bad in the second half. Jordan Poole from 3, 6 of 11. Clay, 6 of 16. Curry, 6 of 23. So, like, Jordan Poole had a good game. This is the key number. Zero turnovers. Jordan Poole, 21.6 assists. He got credited with steal, but we know he doesn't play a lot of defense. He did also um, cause LeBron to travel with a great defensive play in the lane late. Uh, you guys, we can bag on Poole all we want. Let's just keep it real. He had a great play in the lane trying to take the charge. He was not taking the charge in under any circumstances. LeBron traveled. But why Warriors fans are going to kill him is the final shot of the game. So Golden State's down three. You have about 12 seconds left. Curry comes across the line, and they give the hard double. Both guards selling out. I think Stan Van Gundy said on the, on the telecast, ABC, anybody but Curry. You can't let Steph Curry beat you. I think it was Austin Reeves and Schroeder, or Austin Reeves and Russell, they hug up Curry. I'm talking like 40 feet from the hoop. He has to give the ball up. Now, they had a timeout, and... You could make a real strong argument that Steve Kerr, veteran coach, should have been like, yo, let's get the timeout. Let's set up a play. We need a three-pointer. Now, at that point, you could say, well, Lakers would consider fouling. Fouling. And, I mean, listen, we, we could debate that till we're blue in the face. You could debate it all day. That's fine. It'll happen. Part of me wants the timeout. Part of me wants the flow. And, I, and this is the problem. So Curry gives it up, I think, to Wiggins. Wiggins swings it to Poole, who's wide open. But he's about 30 feet from the hoop. I see some some mentions of 28 feet out, others 29. Looked like 30 to me. He probably could have taken a dribble, but Anthony Davis was in the vicinity and has and blocked a lot of shots and is a great defender. I'm sorry, I don't hate the Jordan Poole shot. I'm okay with it. He's open. He hit six threes. He was integral to the comeback. Oh, by the way, highest plus minus of anyone on the Warriors, Jordan Poole plus seven. Guy had 21 points. He had a good game. I know you guys don't like him, but just be honest. Poole had a good look. I can live with that shot. He had hit a three uh, maybe a minute earlier that drew them within three, and then Curry hit the bomb to tie it. Poole had a good game. I'm okay with the 30-footer. He's okay. This is 
This is the logo league now. Damian Lillard's regularly hitting these. Curry hits him. Poole can hit him. So, filling in for Rob G. Josh, I know I'm putting you on the spot here. I didn't hate the Jordan Poole shot. Your thoughts? I hated it, uh, personally. <laughs> I, <laughs> I couldn't stand it. I say all the time, watching Jordan Poole is like watching a bird fly into a window. But for me, I have more beef with Kirk. When your best player is getting trapped away from the hoop, 40 feet from the hoop, and you have a timeout, you have to use it. You need three. There was about maybe 12, 13 seconds of, like, left in the game. So at that point, the Lakers are not going to foul. They say foul within five seconds. I think Kerr has to call timeout there. My critique with Jordan Poole in that particular situation is maybe take a dribble in. But you're right. I mean, if you're open, you're open. I'm not going to blame Jordan too much. I'm going to put more of the blame on Kerr. Yeah, that, that listen, that's entirely fair. Ultimately... You know, the Warriors, I thought they were going to get blown out with like six minutes left. You know, uh, Lakers had gone up 14. The Warriors' legs look tired. Clay's missing everything. Um, They're slow on the offensive glass. It it just did not look like their night as they're down 14. And then comes a 14-0 run fueled by just a flurry of three-pointers. Now, again, part of that has to do with Jared Vanderbilt going to the bench. Ham will obviously have to rethink that. What do you sacrifice when you bring Vanderbilt Uh in the game is offense. Who's coming out, Schroeder or Russell? And, you know, and, and, you know, it, this is tough. I, you guys know my thoughts on D'Angelo Russell. He had 19 points on 19 shots, one turnover. Dennis Schroeder, 31 minutes, no turnovers, 19 points, 9 or 10 from the line. So it's kind of a Schroeder can get to the line. I would say Schroeder's a better defender than Russell. You're not subbing out Austin Reeves, who, by the way, needs to be noted. Third quarter, usually the Lakers own that quarter. Remember in the third quarter, Game 7 in Sacramento, Lakers, I'm sorry, Warriors, pull away from the Kings. Historically, the third quarter belongs to the Golden State Warriors. uh, Throughout their legacy, they come out of the locker room with adjustments, and they dominate. They put away the Kings with that monster third quarter. And then the fourth was just extensive garbage time. Third quarter, Warriors looked a little weary. Austin Reeves, three. Austin Reeves, layup. Austin Reeves, three. LeBron, three. And all of a sudden, holy cow, the Lakers are up 10. And they basically held that lead until that Warriors flurry at the end. And, you know, I guess the adjustments I believe that will be made for game two are they will go with either Looney or Draymond. I don't know that you can play both of them. Um, to piggyback off Josh's critique of Kerr, I was stunned at the Jamichael Green sighting. Um I get it. He had two threes. What are we doing to Jonathan Kuminga's psyche? Couldn't get off the bench against the Kings at the end, despite having a bouncy, I don't know if it was game three or game two, game three, four, whatever it was. Kuminga was pretty good, I thought. But he allegedly is one of the players that was kind of pouting about minutes and playing time. Well, what the hell is he going to do now that Jamichael Green got in the frigging game? Now, if the thought process, well, we can't play two bigs, and Jamichael Green hit two threes, then I don't see how Kuminga plays short of an injury, which is not good. Um, but my gut tells me Kerr will make the adjustment and force Anthony Davis to defend someone. And as I noted earlier, Anthony Davis, inconsistent in these playoffs. Um, and I, I just don't know if he can bring that game back in game two in the Bay. And here's the other not great news for the Lakers. You know, we looked at that schedule yesterday, I think, for Heat and Knicks, which we'll get to in a second. And there's like three days between games uh, 
two and three. So it made sense to sit Jimmy Butler. And oh, by the way, they'll have plenty of rest time ahead of going home. Well, no, no such luck for Anthony Davis after the 44-minute game one. Game two, it's Thursday. Game three, it's Saturday. Game four, it's Monday. Only one day of travel. And I know they're flying first class, private jet, whatever, whatever they're flying. The Lakers charter. And it's not a long flight from the Bay Area to uh, Southern California. It, it's not a big deal, Jay. I'm just telling you guys. Anthony Davis logs 44 minutes. I can, I can guarantee you he ain't, he ain't doing anything close to 30, 23, 5, and 4 in Game 2. So I, I would like the Warriors to bounce back. And I do ultimately believe they will be fine in this series. Um, Andrew Wiggins has to play better. And uh, I'll be honest, I, I thought Austin Reeves did a pretty decent job. I thought D'Angelo Russell, you know, shot too much. LeBron was not great. One of eight from deep. He he loves that step-back silencer to try to win the game and put it away for the dagger. LeBron's had a rough postseason from three. I think he's shooting like 27%. Um, shockingly, LeBron, maybe the side of the game, 40 minutes, zero fouls. Interesting. Uh, four turnovers for LeBron, five for Curry. I think the Warriors are going to be fine. I'm not too concerned. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. However, 
in the other game last night. Knicks need a fourth quarter rally to beat the Butlerless Heat. This is a team I'm concerned with. Thibodeau, he's getting put in a body bag, a locker, whatever you want by Eric Spolstra. Miami came out fearless as ever. I mean, they nearly won game two with Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, and Max Struess in the starting friggin' lineup. I, I, I don't even know where to go. You guys know I watch a lot of college hoops. I gamble on college basketball in November, December. Like, I'm in. I have literally never heard of Haywood Highsmith in my life. I looked up the school. Welling, Wheeling Jesuit? I assume that's in West Virginia? I've never heard of this guy. He comes in the game, and he's scoring buckets and getting rebounds and passing. I'm like, the heat culture really is a thing. And they push the Knicks. And I know the Knicks won, and oh, everything's good, and everybody's championing uh, Josh Hart's triple. Oh, no, he didn't get the triple double. 14, 11, and 9. couple key plays late in the game. Big three, big offensive board. Like, Josh Hart, is that's what he does. Here's the troubling part. Jalen Brunson is not going 6 for 10 from 3, as he did in game 2. That's just not happening on the reg. R.J. Barrett, who was good from 3, became unplayable in the fourth quarter because of defense. He did not take the floor in the final 7 minutes when the big rally by the Knicks forged ahead. They rode out. I mean, they played a lot of Hartenstein at center. Uh, they went with Quentin Grimes, who's quicker defensively. It seems a little reluctant to shoot. Um, I just I don't feel great about the Knicks. Randall returned it was solid. But again, you eke by Miami without Butler on an overwhelmingly powerful fourth quarter at home with some threes by Josh Hart and Jalen Brunson. Like, is that anything to be excited about? They should have won this game by 20 points. And they didn't come close to it. And I don't know that they're going to win this series anymore. I, I I had a confident feeling in the Knicks. Maybe it's the non-cover. I saw six and a half and six. They didn't cover the spread. Miami, by the way, exceeded their point total. It was 105 points. And, um, well, listen. I thought the three-point shooting wouldn't be there. Folks, Miami was the 27th rated three-point shooting team in the league this year. 27th percentage-wise. They have basically gone bombs away against Milwaukee and now the Knicks. And they're not, you're making 17 threes, you're going to be in any game. And, and the biggest problem for me, if I tell Caleb Martin hit four threes, I mean, he went to Nevada, and I remember betting on him and his twin brother at Nevada with Musselman. They had some, they had some good teams. Caleb Martin is a undrafted free agent. He, the, uh, he got to the heat, the culture. He's starting a playoff game on the road and scores 22 points on 8 of 15 shooting. How does that happen? Gabe Vincent, Max Struess? Like, listen, I like the Knicks, and I, I'll ride for them, but Tibbs feels like he's in trouble here. I mean, I, I just I don't see an edge for them with or without Butler on the court. Now Butler's got several days to heal up. Maybe Tibbs could go in his bag and get ready. They, they did okay against the 1-3-1. And Randall had a big three from the corner. But Josh, overall, I don't feel great about the Knicks despite the win in game two. No, I'm with you 100%. And everything you said, I agree with 100% as well. You know, Tibbs has to kind of adjust here, especially on the defensive end. You know, if the Heat are killing you from three, put some guards out there and switch. You don't have to drop screen everything. You don't have to protect the paint and give up wide open threes. You know, Tibbs is a little stubborn in his coverage defensively and his ways offensively going isolation against the zone. To me, it's all about just adjustments that Tibbs isn't making. Yeah, I'm not feeling good at all about the Knicks. Um, we'll do we'll do the MVP real quick. 
Joel Embiid captures his first MVP award. He really wanted it badly. I'm sure Daryl Morey did a victory lap. I come here. I get Harden. I get Embiid the MVP. Nobody cares. Honestly. The only time MVP comes into discussion is the legacy debate. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, Josh. Kobe Bryant has one MVP? Correct. Steve Nash has two. Correct. Steph Curry has two. Correct. Isaiah Thomas has zero. Yep. Okay. Like, we remember about the icons. Like, I'm sorry, Joel Embiid's not going to end up being a top 15, top 20 player all the time. He's just not. There's no chance. None. Giannis, he's got a shot. Jokic, too early to tell. I Too early to tell on Jokic. I just, Joel Embiid's not going to be a top 15, 20 player all the time. He's a really good player. He had a great season. I don't hate that he won MVP. I just hate this whole... He's got to be the MVP. He's the best player in the league. Joel Embiid's not the best player in the NBA. I'm sorry. MVP does not mean you're the best player in the league. It means you had the best regular season. But so what about the regular season? What does that matter? The Bucs are the number one seed. They're out. Celtics are the number two seed. They're down 0-1. Uh, who was number, was it Memphis 2? Yeah, no, Memphis was the number two seed. They're gone. Who Regular season, kind of irrelevant. Embiid did dominate the voting, 73 first-place votes, 12 for Jokic, 5 for Giannis. I'm shocked Steph Curry didn't get any. Um, somebody out there should just be a holdover. If I ever get an MVP vote, I'm voting for the best player in the league. I, like Anybody can string together 65, 70 good games. Congratulations. You were awesome. But you're not the best player in the league. And as such, I'm telling you right now, I still, it's so weird. You saw game one, Lakers get the win on the road. I don't think this changes much for me on the series. You saw game one. I'm sorry, game two. No, no, game one. Yeah, game one, Miami Heat won. I kind of feel like good about them. Denver Nuggets game one, they won. I definitely feel good about them. And then you got this Sixers-Boston series. And Sixers get a little bit lucky late, beat Boston. I have some questions on the Celtics. But if you told me, Jason... Here's a thousand dollars. You have to bet on one of these two teams to win the series. I'm definitely putting the money on Boston. Like it's not even a question. There's not even like a scenario where I would go Philly, even down one nothing. Boston's got too many good players. They've got eh, well, I don't know if I can give them the coaching edge, but Doc Rivers never has a coaching edge. P.S. The guy, the only guy to ever blow three three one leads. He does not have the coaching edge over a rookie coach coaching like his sixth playoff game. So I, I'm not bullish on Embiid, the MVP. I don't think he's going to play tonight. That'd be my guess. You got one in the bag on the road. You stole home court advantage. Why are you forcing him back out there on, on a gimpy knee to play, what, 85%? They got the win. Let Harden try to do it again. Unless he was celebrating late into the morning hours in Boston. Maybe one of those jiggle joints. We know we know what Harden likes to do in the off off season and off nights. Um, but in all seriousness, listen, I... I I just don't see anything yet in Philly that makes me concerned for Boston. Um, obviously, Boston's defense is a Boston thing that I'm a little nervous about. But congratulations to Joel Embiid for winning the MVP award. Uh, I haven't looked into it, Josh, but I'm assuming he's the first MVP since Allen Iverson from Philly? Yeah, has to be. <laughs> I mean, who else came after yeah. Allen Iverson? I mean, uh, before that, you know, <laughs> Moses Malone... Uh, Dr. Dr. J, J. I don't know if he won an MVP. I think he did. I'll, I'll check. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know that this does anything for me in the Embiid history. Like, 
I don't even know if you could be in a historical discussion if you've never been to the conference finals. Like, I, I'm pretty sure one of the marks on Chris Webber and why he's not in the Hall of Fame is he never got to an NBA Finals. I am a huge Webber fan. I love the guy. Love his game. Loved him in Michigan. I, he's not in the Hall of Fame. I, I, I just don't put a ton of stock in the Hall of Fame, in the NBA at least, because it feels like everybody gets in, but if everybody gets in, why isn't Webber? And so it's like one of those deals where it's like, okay, Embiid has an MVP. Is, is he like an all-time great player? I, I, I don't know. He's an all-time good player. And Josh, does it sound like I'm being a hater or is this just real? The guy's never been to a conference finals. He's often hurt, but he had a great regular season. Congrats. I mean, he's also finished runner-up two years in a row. I do think he's a Hall of Famer. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I listen, that's fair. I give LeBron props for getting to the finals. I guess Embiid deserves props for being an MVP runner-up. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride, until he breaks through. Um, yeah, I... I can't get too worked up about the MVP, guys. I'm sorry. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone. Test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, one quick note before we wrap up. I will point out that the Dylan Brooks story that popped Tuesday morning is super interesting. 
So the Grizzlies had their exit interviews, I guess, Sunday. And Dylan Brooks was kind of unrepentant about his idiotic stance on bashing LeBron and I poke bears and all that stuff. Tuesday, the Grizzlies come out and leak it. Now, this isn't reporting. This is straight up leaked to uh, an NBA reporter. The Grizzlies will not be bringing back Dylan Brooks under any circumstances next season. He's a free agent. I got to be honest. I can't recall a time when a team announced that one of their core players, and Dylan Brooks is one of their core players. He's a third, fourth. He's definitely one of the five best players on the Grizzlies. He's going to be an all-defensive, probably second team this year. I don't know if it's been announced. Josh has it or no. Okay, he'll probably be second team all defense. I guess there's a chance he makes first. I can't recall a player of his stature, and I'm not putting him on some pedestal, but he's not a nobody. He's not. He's somebody, and most of it, the most biggest reason we know about him is because he gets in front of a microphone and says dumb shit. I can't recall a team ever coming out and saying, we're not bringing back this guy like two months before free agency is to begin. That to me is staggering. Now, I did read in a, a story I think it was The Athletic, that the Grizzlies and Brooks had talks during the season, or during whenever they could, early in the season, I guess, and an offer was made. And Dylan Brooks is like, no. And the Grizzlies are like, all right, we'll talk after the season. This is kind of reeking of Dennis Schroeder with the Lakers. Do you guys remember that? He was like, no, 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 no. I'm not agreeing to anything. He thought he could have got money elsewhere. He got nothing. Had to come back with his tail between his legs to take for pennies on the dollar with the Lakers. And I tried to workshop some ideas for a Dylan Brooks landing spot. Josh, I'm going to throw three at you. Let me know what you think. All right, here we go. Dylan Brooks and the Miami Heat. Heat culture is definitely a thing. If they can get him on the cheap, it enables Jimmy Butler to not have to guard the best opposing player he gets a little more time off. And now you've got two really, really good lockdown defenders in Butler and Brooks. He's a, he's a negative shooting the ball. I get that, but that's workable. You get him in the shot doctor. He's, he's motivated after the way the Grizzlies publicly pulled his pants down. I think heat culture is a thing, and that could be a decent fit. I love it. I, I actually I didn't think of that. I love it. I think Pat Riley can get him into shape. Uh, Spolster is the best coach in the league, so if anybody can rein him in, I definitely think it's heat culture for sure. Okay, so Heat are one. Uh, number two, and this is a bit of a dart throw, but and it seems unlikely given Brooks got in a skirmish with one of their players, but the Cleveland Cavaliers were kind of sort of punked by the Knicks. The Knicks got a billion offensive rebounds, despite the Cavs having two bigs in Mobley and Jared Allen. And on the wing, they were deficient. Seti Osman was unplayable. Or, I mean, you can't start him. You can't count on him. Um, the other wing is I uh, Okoro, the kid from Auburn. He can't shoot. Um, they don't. They don't love him. Dylan Brooks is a better defender than both, and neither of the two guys are that good offensively compared to Brooks. They're not like maybe they're better, but not by much. And if Donovan Mitchell can say, "Hey, uh, we need we need we need some dudes," I'll put it aside that you hit me in the nuts, and you're going to be on my squad now. Because we've seen plenty of guys, including LeBron, say, yeah, bring on Pat Bev. We need that that nuisance, that gnat. Then they shipped him off midseason. So it's sink or swim kind of with some of these 
rabble-rousing pests, but Cavs and Dylan Brooks, any thoughts? Uh, I, I kind of like it. Not really. Uh, I, I do kind of link him to Okoro, maybe a better Okoro. I'm not really sure that's what the Cavs need right now. I think they need a little bit of a makeover. I don't think Brooks is the guy you want to bring in, especially after that incident with Donovan. Um, so I'm going to, I'll put the thumbs down for this one. You're, you're one for two. Uh, final uh, bet. And again, I don't think this is the kind of guy who's going to go to like a middling team. But if you are the Atlanta Hawks and, you know, you don't play a lot of defense, you can't get any stops when it matters. I mean, I don't think he would start. I don't even know how you use him situationally. I'd have to really dig into the Hawks financials. But they're wing position has been kind of spotty. Bogdanovich can't defend. He can score. He can't really defend. Not at this age, anyways. DeAndre Hunter, a bit of an overrated defender. And I like him, but I'm not totally seeing it. Sadiq Bey, I really like. I don't know what his contract is, but if you're the Atlanta Hawks and you need some toughness, because you know Trey Young can't guard anybody, you take a flyer on Dylan Brooks. Hey, we'll buy you low. You come in. We got a good, tough coach in Quinn Snyder. He'll, he'll get your act together. And we could use you. I feel like the Hawks, I don't know what the piece is, but they're a piece away from getting back to we're Eastern Conference Finals material. Yeah, I'll give a thumbs up for this one. Um, if you saw the playoffs, I mean, they got smoked by the Celtics guards. There's like no resistance on perimeter whatsoever. The Celtics guards did whatever they wanted. And Brooks is also versatile defensively. He can play one, the two, the three. And he can hit an open three with the pick and roll tray. So I do like that fit. That, that's a good one right there. Uh, is there anyone I missed? Um... You know, I know some people are going to say the Suns are desperate on the wing. They got a Kogi. I've heard Maz with Luca. You pair with Luca. I don't love that one, but that's one that Twitter's throwing around. He he could be the um, the the Dorian Finney-Smith replacement, but without the shooting. <laughs> right. Um, I guess my problem there is that's just what a locker room. <laughs> Luca yells at the refs. Kyrie Irving's burning sage, and Dylan Brooks is talking about poking bears. Um, so Dylan Brooks, listen, he's going to land somewhere. He's a pro. He's not going to China to play next. <coughs> at any rate, I've gone on too long. Now, congrats to the Lakers. That was a hell of a win. I think it's going seven. Enjoy Sixers Celtics. Talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 